to all your doubts and fears. Tell me, when you are needing someone to wipe away your tears, yes, he can say, come on, say, God can do more than you could ever ask or think. He holds all power in his mighty hand. This is Peace for a Broken World with Apostle I.D. Lawan. The Full Stature Missions International boldly present the dynamic proclamation of the release of the kingdom now and the declaration of the rule of God in the earth today through Jesus Christ. Digest this Holy Spirit anointed word from God. Now here is Apostle I.D. Lawan. Thank you very much this very day. Thank you for a good day like this. Thank you for a good year. Thank you for such a season. Thank you for your mercies that endure forever. Thank you because you said your covenant, you will not break, nor alter the thing that has gone out of your lips. You said once have I sworn by my holiness that I will not lie unto my servant. Even David, you said his seed shall endure forever and his throne as the sun before me. Thank you for such powerful words that these are no covenants that pass away. These are no covenants that are done away with, but they are covenants as we have read here that they are the sun before God and they never pass away. You said the seed shall endure forever and you said it shall be established forever as the moon and as a faithful witness in the heaven. Lord, I pray that those who listen to me today will believe the word of God, will mix what they hear with faith. They will mix what they hear with the faith of the living God. They will be alert. Their hearts will grasp. The power of God will come upon them. The power of God will break every citadel of the devil. In every wall that is erected against them. That this year will be a year that foretells great things that will come to them in the near future. Thank you because you are establishing a foundation that no man can shake. Thank you because of this day and this hour. Lord, I pray that everyone that listen, their lives will never, never remain the same. Thank you, Father. In Jesus' mighty name, I have prayed. Amen. You are welcome again to peace for a broken world. Our world has remained broken. Our world has remained shattered. Our world has remained in tatters for many, many reasons. Many of the things that you see happening in our society, many of the things that you see happening around the world is evidence of one thing. You will see a lot of chaos, a lot of floods, a lot of bad weather, a lot of circumstances that we do not want to see. All those portend the warfare that is going on in the heavenly realm. The forces of darkness warring against the forces of light. The forces of the enemy taking a stand against the forces of God. It is not that God cannot swallow them in a bit. Or it is not that God cannot swallow them in a while. It is not that God cannot swallow them just like that. But God waits for the manifestation of the sons of God. God waits for those who will trust him. God waits for those who will come on his own side. God waits to redeem the unredeemable. 
God waits for those who are redeemed to take a stand. God waits for those who have given power, the power of the Holy Ghost. God waits for those who have been given authority, the name that is above every name, that at the name of Jesus, every knee bows. And so today, as we have come in beginning of this broadcast, I believe that God will turn you into another man. Today, I'll be speaking about calling the things that be not as though they are. Calling the things that are not. Calling the things that are not. That is how God operates. He calls the things that are not existing physically into being to exist physically. God calling the things that you cannot see and he calls them into natural realm so you begin to see them. God calling the things that are not into the realm that you can touch, into the realm that you can smell, into the realm that you can see, into the realm that you can feel, into the realm that you can acquaint with. This is the nature of God's operation. And that is why today I want to speak to you in that line. And when I conclude in some minutes, we shall begin to pray concerning issues that I believe will warm your heart. Issues of prayer that maybe have been hanging from previous years over your life, over your family, over the people that are around you. I want to assure you that this year will be a special year. This year is full of so much warfare. This year is full of so many things and we need to prepare our hearts to fight. We need to prepare our hearts even not to lie low. We need to prepare you so that you do not fall into the category of those that will say lamentation. You must not fall into the category of those that will lament. You must not lament. You must not be among the victims. You must be among those who sing the song of God. And so in the name that is above every name, I just want to say welcome to this broadcast again. Those of you that are listening, I want to invite you to number four Parliament Highway opposite the House of Assembly or your state where this ministry is located. Full Stature Missions International. We are having a fast and prayer ongoing as I speak. There is fasting and prayer going on as I speak. You are welcome to join us Sunday morning by 7.30 a.m. or 10 a.m. You are welcome to join us 7.30 a.m. on Sunday to pray. Especially if you are a young man, we have a young people service by 7.30 Sunday morning. And we have an adult service by 10 a.m. And we want you to join us to pray and to fast into this year. We have an extended period of fast. We have a notebook, a prayer notebook that we are following. So we want to be able to share with you that notebook when you come. We want you to be able to purchase one so that you can run with it and begin to use weapons of our warfare that are not carnal, but mighty through God to the pulling down of strongholds so that you can ride high. You can call the things that be not as though they are. And so this is the hour and this is the day that God has made in which you and I will rejoice. I want to read to you in the Bible in First Kings chapter 18. First Kings chapter 18, it tells us a story there that is very engaging. It tells us a circumstance that was very dire. In First Kings chapter 18 verse 1, and I'm also going to read from verse 41. But first of all, verse 1, it says, And it came to pass after many days that the word of God, the word of the Lord came to Elijah in the, in the third year, saying, Go, show yourself unto Ahab, and I will send rain upon the earth. 
Now, I want you to listen very carefully. It says, came to pass after many days that the word of the Lord came to Elijah in the third year, saying, Go show yourself unto Ahab, and I will send rain upon the earth. Now, it had been three years and a half that rain did not fall in Israel, because Israel had sinned. I do not know whether sin has kept the rain or, in other words, the blessing of God away from your life, away from your church, away from your ministry, away from your family, away from that which you do, or away from your physical farm. I do not know whether rain has not been falling upon that which belongs to you. The Bible says here, God caused the rain to cease, but it was the word of Elijah that caused the rain to cease. God spoke by the mouth of Elijah, and Elijah spoke and said, There shall be no rain in the land. He called the things that be not as though they are. He called the things that God told him to call that are not, and it became so. And that is the word of power. And so Elijah, as we are told here, was called upon again by God. And God said, Go show yourself to Ahab the king. He said, I will send rain upon the earth. It had not yet rained, but God began to call the things that be not as though they were. But now, how did the rain fall? Is it that rain just began to fall because God said rain will fall? No, rain did not just begin to fall. Rain did not just begin to come. Rain did not just begin to show up when God said it will rain. No, it was not like that. So the Bible says Elijah went to show himself unto the king Ahab, and there was he saw famine in Samaria. So there were difficulties in the land. There was no food in Samaria. There was trouble in Samaria. There was famine in Samaria. There were economic difficulties in Samaria. Why? Because it had not rained upon the land. Because of the sin of the people. And so there was no rain. So the prophet came and told Ahab, the king, that he should prepare himself because God was going to send rain. And so he came and told the king but he did not find the king in person so he sent a deputy and we're told here in this chapter that this deputy came before the king and began to relate to him what the prophet had said but let me go down to verse 41 where he says and elijah said unto ahab get thee up eat drink for there shall be a sound of an abundance of rain and elijah said unto ahab get thee up eat and drink for there is a sound of abundance of rain. I want to say to you, this year, there shall be a sound of abundance of good things. It may not be so with everybody, but if you mix what I'm saying with faith in your heart, and you say the same thing that God is saying, so shall it belong to you. So shall it happen in your life. If you reject it, then the opposite will happen. You see, when you listen to the news, and you read the newspapers, and you listen to many, many preachers, they tell you about gloom and doom. They tell you about things that are going to happen according to the systems of the world. They tell you about doubts. They tell you about the calamity that will befall the people. They tell you all manner of stories of bad things that will happen. And so many days pass and we keep broadcasting wrong things and gloom and doom everywhere. But I want to encourage all my listeners right now to listen to the word of the living God. It says, Elijah said unto the king Ahab, Get thee up, eat and drink, for there is a sound of abundance of rain. So Ahab went up to eat and to drink, and Elijah went up to the top of Camel, and he cast himself down on the earth, and put his face between his knees. 
so you see how to make the word of God to come to pass. Remember what I read to you in verse 1. God said to Elijah, I will send rain upon the earth. Elijah did not leave the word just like that. He began to act or activate the word of the living God. He began to activate the word of the living God. He began to say the same thing that God has said. He told the people in the household of Ahab the king, there shall be rain. He told the king himself directly in this verse 41. And Elijah said unto Ahab, get thee up, eat and drink, for there is a sound of of an abundance of rain. He began to say the same thing as God was saying. And that is how to make the word of God come to pass. That is how to call the things that be not as though they were. That is how to call things that are not to come into being as they should be. This is why it is important early in this time, in this season, to begin to speak according to the word of the living God. He said, get thee up, eat and drink, for there is a sound of an abundance of rain. So Ahab went up to eat and to drink. And Elijah went up to the top of Camel and he cast himself down upon the earth. That's what many, many churches are doing in this season. They are casting themselves down. They are praying. They are calling upon God. Some for seven days. Some for ten days. Some for twenty-one days. Some for forty days some for 70 days, on and on like that. They are calling upon God for something to happen in our nation. They are calling upon God that God will arise with healing in his wings. They are calling upon God that God will have mercy. They are calling upon God that the word of God, even for an abundance of blessing upon our nation, will come to pass. And I want to share with you how to get it done. You begin to say the same thing as God is saying concerning your life. I had a story of an old man in the city of Ibadan. I was told that the man had a church in the Okeado area of Ibadan. His friends said of him that this man was very poor, very, very poor, indeed very poor. But he planted a church, but he did not have money at all. He did not have money at all. He was very poor. He took his friends to money together to buy him clothes. He took his friends to put money together to take the cloth to the tailor. And then they now present the dress to the man. He was that poor. But this man had an attitude that delivered him. As soon as they gave him clothes, this was long ago in the 1940s. As soon as they gave him the clothes, the man will wear the clothes and go to borrow a car. And then begin to ride around in his new dress in the car. And when they see him and they call him his name, oh, he said, don't call me that name. Mine will be good. He will translate that into Yoruba and say, mine will be good. That's what he kept on saying. He kept on prophesying. He kept on saying that his life will not be wretched. He kept on saying his life will not be like that. How about you? I don't know what your situation is. Maybe the circumstances in your body, your circumstances in your life are saying you are poor. They are saying you have nothing. They are saying you have no child. They are saying you have no, no bread. They are saying you have no land. They are saying you cannot make progress. They are saying it will not be good for you in ministry. They are saying that you are bound. They are saying that circumstances are not good for you and will never be good. But this man did not think like that. And when his friends are complaining, we just donated money for you to get clothes. We just donated money for the tailor. So we had you riding about in a car and he will smile and he will tell them that his own will be good, that his life will no longer remain the same, that God is going to exalt him and bless him. And in the course of time, the Lord just visited this man and what he began to say, both in prayer and to his friends, began to come to pass. And his friends recall that suddenly 
this man was blessed and he began to buy cars. And he began to change cars as he changed clothes. That's the way his friends put the word. They say he changed cars as he changed clothes. And he was so blessed. And one day he told one of his closest friends who used to collect money for him. said, my friend, why don't you just uh, come and borrow one of my cars? You have never come to borrow one of my cars. And his friend said, "Ah, no, I cannot borrow your car. No, 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 there is no situation to borrow your car because he regarded himself as too high, much higher than borrowing a car. He did not want to confess the way the man used to confess. And he remained poor for so many years, even after his friend had made fortunes and God blessed him abundantly. My friend, you can call the things that are not and bring them into manifestation by the word of your mouth. But if you keep on speaking evil concerning the circumstances of your life, then the thing will remain as you have said. The aggregate of your life today is the aggregate of your words that you have spoken over your life. It is the aggregate of your words over your children that are coming to pass. It is the aggregate of your words over those that you gave birth to that are coming to pass. Some you will say they are fools. Some you will say they are cursed. Some you will say their head is not good, so to say, in a colloquial language. And some you will just bastardize with your words. But not so, brother. The Bible says here Elijah went to the top of Camel and he put himself down. He cast himself down to the earth and he put his face between his knees. You see how dangerous, you see how difficult it is to put your head in between your knees. If you have not been doing exercise, if you are too fat, you cannot do that. If you are too heavy a man, you cannot do that. If your stomach is too big, you cannot do that. You cannot put your face in between your knees. But this man was agile as a prophet and the Bible said he cast himself down. And then the Bible said, he said to his servant, go up now and look toward the sea. In other words, he wanted to see whether the manifestation of what he was calling out to God for had come to pass. In other words, a sound of an abundance of rain. He wanted to see whether clouds had formed. He wanted to see what was happening in the horizon. And so he was checking up. Bible said, watch and pray. So he was praying and watching. But let me stop here a little bit and say to you that many, many of us substitute prayer for character. We substitute prayer for character. It is when the nation had been thoroughly dealt with that God had mercy and he began to send rain. And so I want to say to you too that your character cannot be covered up. Your character cannot be subsumed. Your character cannot be hidden before God. But you must come forward in plain salvation. You must come to God born again. You must come to God changed. You must come to God in humility to repent of your sins and then cast yourself down or begin to confess the word of the living God. So the Bible said Elijah sent forth his servant and he said go now look toward the sea and he went up and he looked and said there is nothing and he said go again. The man went again second time and said nothing. He went again third time and he said nothing. And he went again fourth time and he said there is nothing. And the man kept on calling out to God. You said there shall be an abundance of rain. God, you said there shall be an abundance of rain. God, you said there shall be an abundance of rain. And he began to call on God like that. And then the Bible says eventually the servant came back and he said, and he came to pass at the seventh time that he said, behold, there arised a little cloud out of the sea like a man's hand. And he said, go up, say unto her, behold, prepare the chariots and get thee down that the rain stop thee not. And it came to pass as in the meanwhile 
that the heavens were black with clouds and wind, and there was a great, great rain. And Ahab rode and went to Jezreel. So you can see what happened here as he began to confess the word of God. The word of God began to do him good. The word of God began to come to pass. He began to call the things that be not as though they were. So that is the way to do the matter. That is the way to get things done. And this day, I want to call you particularly that you must put warfare prayers under your tongue. For instance, in Psalm 18 verse 13, we can pray this. Lord, turn down upon the enemy and release your voice, hailstones and coals of fire. Wherever those enemies are, the enemies may be poverty. The enemies may be sickness. The enemies may be trials. The enemies may be failure. The enemies, whatever the enemies are called, whatever is happening in your life that the devil is doing in your life is not the hand of man, is the hand of failure, is the hand of sickness, is the hand of disease, is the hand of poverty, is the hand of lack, is the hand of childlessness, is the hand of whatever it is. In Psalm 18 verse 14, you can pray this with me. Send your arrows. Father, send your arrows. Scatter sickness. Send your arrows. Shoot your arrows. Shoot your light. Discomfit the enemy. Discomfit poverty. Discomfit failure. In the mighty name of Jesus, deliver me from the strong enemy that has taken hold of me, from them that are stronger than you. In Psalm 18 verse 17, you can pray, deliver me. Bring me into a large place. Verse 19 of chapter 18, I am your battle axe, a weapon of war. That is according to Jeremiah chapter 51 verse 20. Do not see yourself as a victim. Declare yourself as what God said. Call the things that be not as though they are. That now you are God's battle axe. That you have been given the enemy's neck and you put your feet upon the enemy's neck. That is Psalm 18 verse 40. So God wants you to trample under your feet failure, which is your enemy. He wants you to trample under your feet sickness. He wants you to trample under your feet every category of failure, every category of sickness, every category of lack, every category of lack of progress in your life. Bible says in Psalm 18 verse 42, I will beat them small as the dust and cast them out as a mire in the street. So shall the Lord deal with poverty in your life. He shall beat them small and cast them into the street as mire. In the mighty name of Jesus, the Bible says in Psalm 91 verse 13, He says very clearly, the young lion and the dragon, you have trampled under feet. So shall you trample every challenge under feet in this year. He says in Luke chapter 10 verse 19, So I tread upon serpents and scorpions and over all the power of the enemy and nothing shall by any means hurt you. You tread upon the wicked you tread upon them as ashes under your feet. According to Malachi chapter 4 verse 3, the Bible says you will arise and trash and beat the enemy into pieces. That's according to Micah chapter 4 verse 13. In the mighty name of Jesus Christ of Nazareth, you rebuke every will bore. You rebuke every will bore on the field in the name of Jesus. That is Psalm 80 verse 13. The will bore is the one that eats all your resources. They are biters without remainder. They bite and they do not remain anything. That that's a wild boar. When they bite, there is nothing left behind. So according to Psalm 18 verse 13, we rebuke the wild boar of the field in the name of Jesus. We rebuke every spirit that creeps forth from the forest in the mighty name of Jesus. In Psalm 104 in verse 20, you begin to rebuke every spirit that creeps into, into your house from the forest. Even the hunters of souls, even the hunters of beasts in the mighty name of Jesus. You begin to rebuke the beast of the forest that come to devour 
child. In Isaiah chapter 56 in verse 9, you begin to rebuke every lion of the forest that come to slay. In Jeremiah chapter 5 verse number 6, I close the door to every demonic rat that will attempt to come into your life in the mighty name of Jesus. According to Isaiah chapter 66 verse 17, I bind and I cast out every thief, every thief, every thief that will try to steal your finances in this year in the mighty name of Jesus. Because the thief cometh not but for to steal, to kill, and to destroy. But the Lord is come that he will give you life and life more abundantly. I bind and I cast down every spirit that will try to steal your joy in Jesus' name. I bind and expose and cast out any demon that will try to steal, that will try by stealth, undetected, to come into your life in the name of Jesus. That's what happened in some in Second Samuel chapter 19, verse 3. People come by stealth, they come undetected, maybe while you are asleep, maybe when you are unaware, to sow things into your life. Lord, cleanse the temple of my era, drive out all the thieves from their lives. According to John chapter 2, verse 14 and 15, Lord, I leave the standard against the flood of the enemy that will try to bring the life of these people into bondage. According to Isaiah chapter 59, verse 19, I bind and cast out all familiar spirits that will try to operate in their lives in the mighty name of Jesus. This is the day that the Lord has made, and I'm glad to rejoice with you. Right now, I want you to lift up your hand and pray with me and say, Father, every challenge I'm going through, I subdue them under my feet. Every challenge I'm going through, I destroy them in the name of Jesus, and I give my life to Jesus Christ of Nazareth. Even if you are giving your life to Jesus before, but things are not going well in your life, I want you to repeat the sinner's prayer after me, saying, Father, I am a sinner. I know that you have died for me. I know you shed your blood for me. I know your word came for me. I know that the Holy Spirit is ready to stamp me and stamp my heart right now and change my life. I receive the Son of God, Jesus Christ, into my heart right now. So forgive me all my sins and I repent and forsake all of them. Thank you, Father, because you said if I confess my sins, you are faithful and just to forgive me all my sins and cleanse me from all unrighteousness. And so I believe you right now that I'm born again. Thank you, Father. I bless your name. Blessed be the name of the Lord. In Jesus' mighty name, I prayed. Amen. I want you to write me. I want you to say what God has done for you. You will hear an address at the end of this broadcast. So follow up. Don't forget, we're having prayer and fasting season at number four, Parliament Highway, very close to Federal INEC, opposite the House of Assembly of your state called the Conference Center for the Nations. So come and join us. We're ready to receive you. There's a service 7.30 in the morning. There's another service 10 a.m. in the morning. On Sunday, we welcome you with all our hands. Start this new year with a big, big bang. I cannot finish this broadcast without giving someone an opportunity to receive Jesus as Savior and as Lord of their lives. So I want you to pray this prayer after me. I want you to say, Lord God Almighty, I recognize I am a sinner. I recognize I am lost, but I have heard your word that in this day I can be saved through the sacrifice and the offering of the blood of Jesus Christ, your son. I believe that he is the savior. I believe he came to save me. I repent of all my sins and I forsake them. You said, he that covereth his sins shall not prosper. But he that confesseth them shall receive mercy. I ask for the mercy of the blood of Jesus Christ right now to wash away my sins. 
and that I be forgiven, and that my name be written in the book of life. Forgive me, O God, and set me free from Satan. Set me free from my sins. Set me free from every bondage. Set me free from evil spirits. Thank you, Father. Jesus, I'm asking to come into my heart and be my Lord right now. In Jesus' mighty name, amen. If you said that prayer with me, please call the number that will be announced after this word. God bless you in Jesus' name. Till I come your way again, rejoice in the Lord. In Jesus' mighty name, I prayed. Amen and amen. You have been listening to Peace for a Broken World. For prayer, counseling, and prophetic word, call 